Welcome to the Real Life Positivity Podcast with Amy and Jamie. We are so glad you're here. We hope you enjoy this time with us as we explore real-life situations through a positive lens. And now, I am Noticed co-founders and hosts, Amy Johnson and Jamie Lyon. Hello, everyone. Hello. How are you? Mm, I hope you're good. I hope you're good, too. How are you, Amy? I'm good. How are you? Good. We... We, we kind of can look back on these and listen and we're pretty enthusiastic. In the we are. We come out a little hard, <laughs> like sharp, like, uh, no, not, not either of those words. What's the word? Uh, I don't know. Fast. Yeah. Like right out of the gate. We're just happy and excited to be doing this. High energy. Holy moly. We, we are. That's how delighted we are that you are here and we love our time together. Yes. So it's, it is really authentic. I just know sometimes it can be a lot. So Welcome, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> Part of why we're so excited is we spent a few minutes talking about what we wanted to talk about today, and it's an exciting topic and one that has been talked about in many different ways in many formats, but I think today we're going to put a different light on it, and I'm excited to do that. So what are we talking about today? So this is our 19th episode yes. of Real Life Positivity with Amy and Jamie, and we are talking about our why. Ooh, I love that. Good stuff. It's important. And um, I think we started doing that a few years ago, definitely pre-pandemic. Yes. Um, we started in, especially in environments where we had already done some professional development and we were diving a little deeper. We started asking people, what is your why? Um, and Honestly, it's so impactful to have people authentically tap into that. Yeah. So I, I love the perspective we have and the perspective we have today on it after the last year and a half has Absolutely. happened. Um, I'm excited to, to unpack it. Yeah. So thank you for being here. Thank you for this time. Yeah. Amy, and I'm, I think we should just jump in. Okay. Let's dive in. All right. Let's dive in. So our why for talking about... Our why, the why, your the why, why. <laughs> yeah. What is your why? Is really simply because we have seen that and experienced in our own lives. I, I think I should say um, that it makes life more enjoyable to know your why when things are going well, and when things are not going well, when they are hard or unsure or just overwhelming, it gives purpose and a reason to want to keep going and um, makes it worth it. Gosh, I love that so much. Just the, the duality of mm. the good with the hard and incorporating our why with that and just being intentional. Yeah. So valuable. I, I think that's something we've talked about that before that has become more prominent in my mind when I'm around people. Is I, I am naturally very positive, but this conversation has helped a lot. And just like all the hard that we've endured as um, a climate with the pandemic and all the things, but just really understanding and, and hearing and discovering and being curious about people's stories. I just think that's all become more um, important. That's always been important, but I think it's just become more prominent. I yes. Guess. I so. think, I think the common thread or why we, we have been able to see a common thread around what is your why, um, from say <clears throat> 2017, 18, 19, and then the last year and a half 
is because we recognize that knowing what your why was, was a tool if your want to is stuck. Mm-hmm. So um, just to kind of frame it so we can talk about it that way yeah. for just a second. Um, so if you think about the I notice cycle, if you have um, shared time with us around that, or if you haven't, it's, it starts with, we start it with want to. That's right. Having an attitude of gratitude. Uh, yeah. Choosing that. Instead of saying, I have to do this, it's I get to. So just a few little nuggets of yeah. enrichment. Yeah. So if we're if our want to is stuck and we're in a mentally healthy space, we have given kids and adults these two really easy tools to help help us choose an attitude of want to. And mm-hmm. one of them is what are you grateful for? Yep. And one is what is your why? So I think because we've been having conversations around what is your why for so long, yes, I can kind of see like threads of similarity, even though this last year and a half seemed very different. Yeah. I can see, wait, hold on. Especially like thinking about a school culture or thinking about my family or any family, sure, any workplace, you know, you just kind of sometimes have times where everybody's like, Mer. <laughs> not even necessarily like there's a major thing going on how or you, a bad you, thing. How do you spell? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to think about it. <laughs> but oh, you know what I mean. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. I've had that before. I've seen people. Yeah. It's like, how are you doing? Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Right. That's so interesting. I actually have a, a teenage son. I, I asked him often, it was like, is that in the dictionary? Never heard of that word. Can you say it again? Huh? <laughs> also, huh? So yeah, at least you can spell huh. But <laughs> it's true. I hear, so, so it's not necessarily like a negative attitude. Sure. It's just an attitude of like, whatever. I don't have to really be here. And the fact is when that starts showing up in, a, in an environment, in a culture, it is really contagious. It is so contagious. Absolutely. Yeah. And so then it just kind of all of a sudden you can't really put your finger on why we don't really care if we're here, why we don't really care what's going on. And it can kind of sneak up on you too. Yeah. And I think that could happen in a, in a really good space as well. Like things just are flowing and feel good and you don't, you don't necessarily define yeah. A, B, C, D, E happen because now we're in this X, Y, Z space and it's so good. Same thing with the, the more of a difficult energy or feeling or momentum. Yes. Yes. So let's say that that's happening um, around dinner time at my house, hypothetically, girls. And um, and so it's like I kind of maybe get an attitude as the cook, like I have to make dinner because the attitude's been kind of like, eh, whatever. We'll show up and we'll eat and we'll be polite because we were trained to be, but they're respectful girls, but you got absolutely, but we got the mer. And so my attitude all of a sudden becomes like, I have to figure out what we're going to have for dinner this week. Mm -hmm. I have to go to the grocery store. I have to make dinner tonight. I could really easily turn into a brat right there. And what, it, where it comes out, it's so embarrassing, but where it comes out is like in washing the dishes afterwards. Oh. And then I'll say something like snotty, like, was I just going to do this part by myself too? <laughs> like that is so not how I parent typically. It's not how I communicate with people. And, and I, that may be the most ridiculous story, yeah, but, but you're human. I mean, that's, I'm human. Yeah. And it's amazing to me, the shift that happens in that, situation if I just 
when I catch myself say I have to yeah. figure out dinner, oh wait, I get to do this. Definitely What's my true. why? Mm-hmm. I get to spend, I'm, this is a limited time with these sweet humans that are growing up at a rapid pace. And I get to be with my family tonight. And my purpose is to, even if, if I take out the grandiose things, mm-hmm. my purpose is to model for them how much I love them and how much it is valuable to spend time with them. And so all of a sudden it changes it from, I have to, to a, a genuine authentic get to. Yeah. And so a couple things I'd like to kind of unpack within that story. That's super cool. Just hearing you talk about it. One, I love it because it's real. We've all been in that situation where we, we just get a little burnout or tired or because there's a lot of elements around you that you can't control yeah. in that situation. So Amy, what I want to just notice in you and that I'm sure you do this as much as you can. And the skill set is here for that, that we're talking about today, but you are naturally really good at this. Shifting your attitude and your perspective there. I'm assuming in that, dinner space or that evening space can create a really cool momentum to more of the positive. Eventually. I mean, sometimes it's not right away. And here's the thing though, if I don't shift it, yeah, it's going in a direction. I don't want it. (laughs) So, I mean, it's, I could be a brat. That's why I call it bratty. Like there's a moment where I'll just be kind of like wanting to snap my feet and be like, why do I have to shift the momentum? Yeah, But that's my job as a mom. And I think as a leader in a building or as a teacher in front of your students or as a human yeah. on the road, driving in traffic, so true. you could, you can throw a fit and say, I shouldn't have to be the one to shift it. Mm-hmm. Or you could say, Oh, if I make that shift, yep. there's a chance that we're headed in the right direction. And if I don't, we're not going to. Yeah. It, it typically takes someone if that, if it's gotten into, you know, more of that hard space. Yeah. So I love the example of the, the dinner time thing, because frankly, it's not hard example. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that it didn't hit a nerve for somebody because it would hit a nerve for me if I heard it out of the blue sometimes, but it's not, it's not the gravity of what we've seen and faced this last year and watching um, being a part of the professional developments we've been a part of and how we've used this question, what is your why? Mm. We have watched it lay over this gravity that I think if we if we kind of shift you and I now and kind of could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, for I sure. think having said it in this really kind of lighthearted way, I would love to look at what this tool can do if we put it over. Yeah, more of a culture professionally and that and that tougher maybe even yeah absolutely so it kind of reminded me when we were going to talk about this today I was just I I like to just kind of get my head around the topic and I was listening to a conference it was all online um, last year and the speaker actually was pretty critical of this philosophy like kind of making fun of it so of course I leaned in because we use it often and I'm a huge advocate for it so I wanted to understand. And, and once I was curious and opened my mind um, and put my ego aside, because I'm like, he's not talking directly to you, Jamie. It's okay. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was kind of wanting to, to defend it because mm-hmm. I'm so proud of it. But he his point for teasing educators about, oh, we always hear like, what's our why is because it, be, it can become a quick checkbox item. 
And if it's not authentic and we're not really using it in the way it's intended to, it's just, it's just become one more thing. And so that I understood. Yeah. So it's like, it's like any of the other things we talk about, sure. if we didn't do them authentically, absolutely. They're almost more detrimental. Absolutely. Yeah. So for that, I appreciate, and I, mm -hmm. I actually wanted to bring it up today because I think it's good mm -hmm. as we're moving into this like next part and how we've seen it work that that invitation for them and for like we give people invitation to just please just be you mm -hmm. you know feel what you need to feel mm -hmm. let's just have some open honest like dialogue here and conversation and but yeah to genuinely see people come together on a computer screen was just so beautiful and i think it was a good affirmation of that this does work yeah when we use it so to set the stage for that, we had uh, it ranged, but up to 85 people mm -hmm. joining a virtual professional development. And then we used the what is your why question as the main frame mm -hmm. for what we were going to do. We broke out into um, small groups or breakout sessions and then came back and each group reported on their conversation around the question, what is your why? Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I think... The thing, um, just just having thought through um, that, I was we were working on an article for a magazine, and I was trying to figure out how to summarize that in a paragraph. I bet. And I and I was thinking the thing is, it it really was real, mm -hmm. and why was that each group, even if they had difficult conversation. We're, we're talking about the mission and the mission was always the kids. So the why like fueled and rekindled this want to, because it was, it, it became what we had been talking about. Whereas maybe this policy, this procedure, this circumstance, these resources, and wait, if we're talking about kids, I show up different. Totally. And so that, that's pretty amazing. And then all those barriers, all the things people were frustrated with, they became frustrated at the fact that they were in the way of the mission, not the, they weren't pointing fingers at the people or the, the specifics. It was just like, well, we got to figure this out because it's in the way of us serving kids. And all of that happened without anyone telling anyone it should happen. Yeah. It was just the result of the conversation. It was their uh, ability to get reset Yes. And connect. Yes. That made it so magical. Yeah. I think. And even in, even, and not all 85 people were like, oh, I got it. I'm reset. I'm all about the kids. This is working for me. It wasn't like that. Not at all. It was, it was, I think, a good nod to this type of conversation where it was real life. Yeah. Positivity. Because even in the moments of the hard, there was a lot of really amazing noticing happening yeah. for those people. And then that validation, and then again, the connections happening, you could almost just like feel the harmony. It was really cool. Yeah. So it's, it's not necessarily just like, yeah, what's your, why I feel it. You know, there was a lot of intentionality of the time put around it and the discovery questions. And yeah. I was hoping you would say the word discovery. I think it's just thinking about individual people utilizing the tool it really is such a cool discovery tool, self-discovery and the discovery of other people to be truly curious and leaning in going, huh, 
what I want to know about you. I, not, not I have to, not I need to, but like, gosh, I want to know what makes you tick here. Oh, it, it was so cool. I, one specific example was that they couldn't quite get to their why. Yeah. It's prominent in my mind right now. And I think just even that awareness was helpful for that educator. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, wow, that's good to know. Because mm-hmm. he, this particular educator had been so solid in his why for so long. And with all of the circumstances in this past year, it was hard for him to get to his why because of the circumstances. So he had a yeah. really lean into that. So you say lean in and I agree. And I think interestingly though, word picture wise, I almost think about taking a step back mm-hmm. in that case. So don't mean not leaning in because I do think you're, you're sticking with it. You're getting curious. You're staying present. He was, but when, because he's respectful. Yes. But when we're, when we're stuck like that, when, if I ask myself, what is my why with this thing and I am stuck and it's not feeling right. Sometimes I need to take a step back and get a little more general. Mm-hmm. So in the case of how to make a school work, we started out that conversation with that particular educator, with people kind of leaning into the specifics. Mm-hmm. Where are the kids going to school? Is it virtual or is it in person? Is it socially distanced this much or this much? And, and literally the conversations were around how to handle what was going on. Even though we were saying, what's your why? Like we were talking, we were in the mire there. Yeah, there was just so many logistics. And as soon as the, the big step back, happened and it was like it's going to always be about the kids mm-hmm. then creativity and problem solving could show up but when when it was so stuck in the I don't know how to find a why in this current circumstance it required <sighs> a, di- a big deep, deep breath, breath and, a, sure. and a step back to say so mm-hmm. I would say that if somebody's why is stuck Let's say you're listening right now and you're like, well, that's all good and fine, Amy and Jamie, but you don't know my story and you don't know what kind of boat I've been in. And I can't answer that question right now. The, the very, very heartfelt advice I would have is to take a step back and keep doing so until you can get a bigger general picture of your why. And if you can't get there and you're, you're really trying, I hope that you would hear us say like, you are your why. Just cause you're you. So good. And then we'd hug you if you'd want us. <laughs> and then, and then you build from there and then you get specific from there. And like we were saying in the beginning, there's a lot of different whys we have. Yeah. I think that's really beautiful. So some people have a, I'm a natural just want to just lean in, dive in kind of person. So that's why that's my language, but I really appreciate the slowing down mm-hmm. piece of actually take a step back, take a breath, slow down. Cause I just think often we get going and it's so fast, especially in education. It seems like we're just, we have so much one, bullet point after the next to get to, we have curriculum, we have wellness, we have social emotional, we have trauma, you know, we just have so many things. And then all these individual lives and and people and Mm -hmm. stories that we're working with or serving or both. And it's, it's, there's just a lot of pieces. So what a beautiful piece that I will take back personally from there, take from this conversation today to it's okay 
to take a step back. Mm -hmm. What's your why? Think about that. Yeah. Or if it just feels good to you to lean in and you got it, that's great too. Yeah. To celebrate all of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, and do it authentically. Do that honoring you. That's kind of the that's point right. of all that. That's right. So, God, I know. we're ready for some call to action we for you friends today. So what do you, I think, I think the call to action is for you to just take a step back. Or lean in. Or lean in. And be intentional with how you live and who you are and ask yourself good questions. What's my why? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let it, let that fuel you mm -hmm. to show up and be more of you. That's, Ooh. that's it. Cause you're amazing and you're enough and you matter and we love you. Here's another thing, since sometimes we can't just do one call to action. We have a bonus round today. We do because I want to like know, the table, I know, like but, drum roll. But you know they don't want that. <laughs> but here's the thing. I think that it was really, really cool to over the months we got a chance to lead into this question of what is your why with, with RPDs to see all the people get fueled. Mm -hmm. I think it's even more impactful and even more important that they did it together. Yeah. Because what it did was it gave them an opportunity um, in their small groups and then as a collective culture to get a chance to be seen and heard and to know that their position and their voice mattered and that they're they, that they mattered. And so it just exponentially changed culture. Yeah. To to be able to get to notice and be noticed. Absolutely. Um, and so, and I'm just think I can just, I'm already imagining the increased confidence after just that connection. Yeah. And that sense of belonging that they were mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah. And then they feel confident mm -hmm. in each other as peers, as educators, and then what, how that will spread out. And Absolutely. Ripple out into all those sweet humans, the kids and yeah. their families. And, and I, I, I'm sorry, we're going to wait on the bonus. We for saw this coming, so I'm sorry. But yeah, I, but no, I but that's so that, good. But. And what that makes me think too, is that there is a responsibility in that practice of noticing. Mm -hmm. So part of why I think we saw increased cultural confidence in those mm -hmm. spaces is because they each took each other's um, they took noticing each other very seriously. Yes. So I do think there's a privilege and a responsibility there when we are going to ask someone else a good question to really be present and listen, which is the, bonus. which is the bonus <laughs> bonus question or bonus um, call the, to action. The, the bonus call yes. to action is ask good questions. Ask other people what their why is. Yeah. And then really listen. That's right. And notice them and get curious. And uh, absolutely, that sense of community and belonging. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's so important. Because ultimately, what are we wanting to do? We're wanting to show up um, and make a difference and mm -hmm. be people of excellence. And if our want to get stuck, that's okay. It's human. Yeah. And so we know that we have tools that can help us get it unstuck. And what is your why is a good tool. It is. So now a moment of reflection time for you all. And we're just so grateful for you. And what's your why? We appreciate you. You last minute thoughts? 
Thank you for listening. We would love to hear from you and connect. We know there are so many resources available and we want to be on your list where you can find goodness. If you are looking for programming to support positive culture for students, staff, and families in the K-12 space, please visit IamNoticed.org. From there or through the links below, you can find all of our social media and ways to connect. Hope you feel noticed and valued.